Oh, yeah, yeah. Hello, hey, Joe. Hey. What's up, buddy? Nothing. Uh, unlike you, I took oh, a suggestion yeah. and watched the movie that you wanted me to watch. Wasted I an know. hour and a half of my time. What are you th- wasted? You didn't waste. Don't go. Don't jump the gun. Don't don't press forward just because you want to air out some shit. I'm meditating right now with space aliens, and I'm going to vector them to your house. <laughs> nice, sweet. Yeah, so you can see. <laughs> don't act like you don't watch the ancient aliens all the time. Wait, let's both cough in unison. <coughs> I know it's awful. I'm just getting over it. You're getting what I got. Yeah, because I was around a three-year-old and a five-year-old. Well, the so the colds are coming back with a vengeance. They're like, oh, we haven't seen people in so long. Let's let's do some damage. Right. Do some damage. It's my sweet flu bit that we talked about. How you been, buddy? Fine. I watched your Close Encounters. Don't go there. What do you mean? That's later. It's later. Later in oh the episode. My, gosh. my name is Dave. I have a cat family that doesn't give other human beings colds. My name is Joe, and I have a human family. We all get colds. Yeah. It's something that you share. Don't look like your cat family doesn't have issues. You showed me your cat's eye the other day. It looked like you poked it with a stick. Yeah, but it's all better. A couple of drops. A couple of drops and a little love. You got that figured out? He's just a little freak show, dude. He just rolls over and like, come on, man. Pet me. What's up? Well, you said your vet gave you drops, but then the drops weren't working and your your, your Tina was going to ask for something extra strength. For the drops to work, you have to take them out of the bottle and put them into the eye. You can't just set them there and let them kick the bottle around. It's very strange. That's funny how that works. Like I was that. just like, yeah, yeah. They just play with the bottle, right? <laughs> Aren't they supposed to do that themselves? Isn't this like a thing? They just like tip it over and then lick it, right? It's a bottle. They can figure it out. They're cats. Nice. They're curious. Yeah. I had a conversation the other day with my son. About what? So we I, we were at a party. I was talking with some other adults. They were talking about how their son, who's around my son's age, has a friend that uses them pronouns. Doesn't use her or she or her pronouns, whatever it is. Okay. Them pronouns. And it confused the mom. And I was like, yeah, I don't get it. I don't understand what why this is a thing, right? Like he, she, like I understand. And then I was like, even if you don't, even if you want to use these other pronouns, that's fine. But you can't get mad at people <coughs> who don't. Right? And I, and I was just making an assumption to the fact that it seems to me, some of the younger generation, if you don't immediately know that they go by these alternate pronouns, that they get very upset and triggered. And I was like, but how are you supposed to know? And so I might have used the words, it might be a little dumb, which my son overheard and was upset by. Oh, yeah. He was upset by. And, I could, and my wife was, you know, muskrat, muskrat, he's... And I was like, what? What's I was like, muskrat? I, what is that? So even from uh, Meet the Fockers, there was a line in that movie where the, the uh, what's uh, Robert De Niro's character goes muskrat Dina when she doesn't want him, doesn't want her to talk about a specific subject. So me and Mars use it all the time when we're like in a situation where we're like, Hey, don't bring that up here, right? That's not public conversation for where we are right now. We use the line, muskrat, Dina. Essentially, she keeps you from embarrassing yourself in public. I use it on her more times than she uses it on me, to be perfectly honest. And she will attest to that. More times than not, I'm like muskrat, Dina. Yeah, but you like, you do that at the dinner table. No, it's out and about too, but whatever. That's not... That's not not your point? Oh, I'm sorry. Not my point. Anyway, she was trying to alert me that he was coming up behind me and I might want to reserve my feelings on the subject till we had a more free environment to speak about it. So he, he I could tell that he visibly got upset about it. We didn't really talk about it then because we were in, you know, at a party and whatever. 
and we got home and he I, he was still a little upset about it and then he and my wife disappeared so as i generally do i went looking for them and found them talking in his bedroom about it and i and i didn't know what they were talking about like, hey what's going on in here and then you like and meathead just bust in hey, hey what are you guys doing that's almost exact. That was so uh, so dead on. You didn't even like use your hands for the door. Your head just hit it. Oh, oh. I do. Well, that's how. Don't you open doors with your head? Most of the time. Most of the time. Yeah, I don't want to get any germs on my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you know, it, it short story made long. No, no, no. it's literally not. <laughs> We're gonna shorten it up. So we had sat down and, and he had a conversation with me of how, and through the conversation, he was like, look, you already used these pronouns. He was like, it's not this big a deal. I don't understand why people make a big deal about it. Most people already use them pronouns for certain things. Like so racism. What's that? Like racism. Okay, we can have a conversation about that later if you want. Okay. See, this is what makes the conversations take longer is you constantly interject things. Possibly. Anyway, the point of the story is that I sat down with my son, 15 years old, and he had some enlightening information for me. And that was a kind of a cool thing of being a dad to see your kid grow up and maybe be able to give you a new perspective on something that you might have not had the correct perspective on. Was it enlightening? Or was it just a different way to think about things? Isn't that what enlightening is? Why are you splitting hairs? Well, I don't know. Like, how do you feel? About, how how do you feel about it? As someone with no kids, your cats are never coming to you and being like, "My feline friend down the road likes to be called he him, or she her, or they them." Okay, right? like how do you feel about that whole subject matter? Be like, "What's your name?" And then they tell me, and I'm like, "Oh, hello." Your name? I don't really think about it. Right, but that's so. But that was kind of my thing too. But I guess that's not. That's not acceptable. It's not that simple. I guess you could fall into pitfalls of. Well, yeah, you can use their name, but there's certain situations you can't use their name. Is this you? Is this what you were trying to put in our thing about family fireworks? Well, my whole point was I avoided some family fireworks about, you know, because it could have gotten ugly. He was upset about it. And I didn't fully understand why. And we sat down and had a nice conversation. And he was very eloquent about why he was upset and why it wasn't that big a deal. And that people are making too big of a deal about it for whatever reason. Sure. And I equated it to the same thing with critical race theory, which is... what really not that big a deal right people get upset about oh they're going to teach critical race theory to our kids yeah but at the end of the day it's really not that big a deal it's just she's teaching the other half of the history your your dead-eyed expression leads me to believe you have not thought one second about anything (laughs) Not, not at all it does not impact my life at all like and that's because you have cats and not kids but I'm but I'm surrounded by that diversity in various realms, by the pronouns of friends whose children are dating folks in this and like that and it's just like, oh yeah, that's just yeah, what you do. Like what's right. right. And that's what's, how I feel about too is like I, I don't really have an issue with it. Yeah. Like what I, I don't really, like what makes you angry about it? You know what I mean? Like I think that's not yeah. you, not you personally, but I'm saying in general is that not what Joey's point was? Like, I don't, what's the yes. big deal? Like, that was exactly as, what's the story exactly. here? Yeah. yeah. Like why, at the end of the day, why do you give a shit? And it made me, and that's what I did. The, 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 yeah. Why are people pissed off about it? And that's what the, the, you know, the trying to put it against critical race theory, same thing. I don't understand why people are upset about that. Like it's, it's just telling the history of what happened. Like, you cannot like the history and you don't have to be like, oh, because you brought this up somehow, I'm responsible for that history, but it's still the history and it should be taught. And it's very similar to the same thing as like, I don't, now I don't understand why people are upset by it. it do, was you the same under, thing do you understand why you were upset by it? Why you thought it was dumb? 
I wasn't upset by it. I just didn't understand it. It's not even that I thought it was dumb. And maybe I used that word too glibly. Sure. And that's what upset him. And when I sat down to talk to him, I was like, it's not that I think it's dumb, Joe. I'm like, I just don't see why it's a big deal. And he was like, that's my whole point. It's not a big deal. Right. Again, it's this, it's this part of say like, I, it's not in my, my purview, my point of view, my, my view of the world. And so it just looks weird to me and I don't understand it. And you can go either way to it. Like it looks weird and I want to beat it down. It looks weird and I want to avoid it or it looks weird. And it's like, Oh yeah. Okay. I get that. I got right. I'm a goofball over here. You know what I mean? Like that you wouldn't understand me either. Right. And so, you know, it just came to the idea of it was, it was as a father, nice to see your kid have real thoughts about real subjects and be able to explain in a way that I went, oh, all right, yeah, that's a new perspective that I never thought of. It was a proud moment, that's so, all. And I worry that you're never going to have that moment. Well, you just we gave do. me that moment. Like, I don't need a teenager to enlighten me about being nice and about empathy for other human beings. I have that already, unlike you, obviously. Did he didn't, he didn't send you to the mean school? You didn't go to mean school after you said that? What's mean school? Apparently it's a thing. It's a place. What? I'm at a pool, right? With with like family. We went to visit family. So we're all hanging out and I'm hanging out with my niece and nephew. And then like you hear the whistle of the pool and then like all the kids just get out of the pool. So it's just like me left in the pool, not knowing anything about it. It's like a community pool. Adult couple swim? It's like adult swim. Yeah, yeah. But not the animated sh- series things. It's like an, you actually like, swim it. So uh, all the kids get out, right? But these two kids are like on the edge of the pool, kind of across the way. And I just hear this kind of like, I'm, I'm turning, I'm talking to my brother-in-law, I'm talking to my wife, I'm talking to the kids. They're just kind of hanging out, you know? And then I hear this giggle and then like this squirt of water right on the back of my head. I'm like, what the? What's that? And I turn around and I see this little giggling kid and they've got the, uh, the goggles, but they're not just like regular goggles. They have like a full skull cap in back. He's like a scuba suit. Like a, like, but it's just like a quarter of the head is covered in the back. Almost like a yarmulke with goggles attached to it. It was a very strange, but it like it, but that was there like gripped. Yeah. What? It was just gripping Dominic's head. Little giggly guy with his brother or something behind him, maybe. Maybe they were twins. I don't really know. The goggles threw me off. So here he is, filling water back up into the thing, looking at me dead in the eye through his unfoggy goggles, and then squirts me again. And I'm, I just start giggling like, oh, you got me. Hey. And then from behind him, I hear, Dominic, don't shoot strangers or you'll go to the mean school. And I was like, what? Like I saw the tennis courts. I saw the pool. We went by like a middle school. I don't know where the mean school is. (laughs) But apparently this lady is all over it. So anything that Dominic does now that I'm hearing right throughout the rest of the day as we're hanging out there, when he does something, he splashes under it. You're going to go to the main school. And I'm like, what is, where is this place? So you ran, you ran across the parent who's a psychological torturer. Well, I don't know anything about that. Cause I could yell that at a cat and nothing will happen. But I just thought it was an interesting, like little space as this kid's just kind of giggling and doing his thing. He's being a kid. Wait, but is it, how <laughs> is this any different than little Aiden when you were standing in line a couple weeks ago for oh. the swim park tickets and he was throwing just uh, throwing down. She was the exact the opposite, right? She just let him freely do exactly what he was doing without any interjection. And there's but gotta be some like weird middle ground between mi- mean school and like, just let your whimsy carry you away. You've seen both ends of the bell spectrum. Both. I've been in literally in the middle of it, Joe. And you know what that tells me? What? Cats are the best. I know you hate bringing, you hate me going back to that, but that's my foundation for life right now. Just straight up. 
eh, I hear what you're saying, and there's a lot of validity to what you're saying. It's just an interesting, like, what do you go through as a parent when, like, the the kids are just kind of, they're doing what they're, so this, you have that, like, kids are just doing what they're, They're what they're doing, right? Mm -hmm. The teenagers out, I don't know, like, so these little kids, they're just doing what they're doing. And we're, we're like interjecting and like, we keep kind of putting up roadblocks that seem at least initially to kind of like corral them into a a nice way to experience society. But it seems to me, it just like, you just have more hoops and stuff to go through. Like I didn't have, I didn't have, I didn't have idle threats growing up. Right. Oh, I didn't either. Yeah. I mean, Sicilians and I fucked it up. They did it. Yeah. That, that was like I do the same thing with my kids though, too. Right. It, it's the same thing. Like I learned from my parents of like, and it's very true because I've seen it happen with other friends of mine who have kids where they make the idle threat. The kid continues to do what they do. They don't follow through. And I'm like, oh, you've lost that kid forever. Like Ever. literally. It only takes one time. Yeah. As soon as you make a threat and you don't follow through, <sighs> they're like, don't look it. Even from very young on, two, three years old, they're like, oh, sure, there's no real consequences here. Yeah. You have to put the hammer down right from the start. Yeah. And I was like, I never had the other threat. I had the, hey, this is what's going to happen when you do this. Not if, not, you know what I mean? Like there wasn't, there wasn't that kind of like little leeway, like, let's see what can happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, me, right? Probably staring him in the eye and then doing it anyways. And then, that's that's what happened. And nothing, you know, horrible, nothing fearful, nothing like that. Like, whatever. It's like, but it's just such a weird, it's got to be tough. Like, we always do it because um, we have, like, family and friends that, you know, their kids just do different things and they and they handle stuff differently. Right? Mm. And we're sitting in the yeah. middle and, and we can kind of, like, we don't judge or, like, complain about it, but you, like, you, we only get to see it for, like, this little little bit but we only get to see it for this little bit right we don't get the 24 7 experience and so you don't know what happens before during you know what i mean you don't know the frustration of dealing with it 24 7 yeah where there's the breaking point like and i've seen that happen right i've been out at parties where you see people over a long period of time with their kids their kid might be it was we like to use the terminology bold bold right? kid precocious sure okay and where the parent is like dealing with it one way at the beginning of the day and as that kid just pushes that button for hour upon hour upon hour where they reach this breaking point and and parents handle it two different ways i prefer to handle it of okay we're done right if you're not going to listen what we're doing i'm immediately picking you up and removing you from the situation and other parents just either fold under where they're like, I'm just, th- they throw their hands up in the air and aren't going to do anything anymore. Yeah. Or they lose their cool. Yeah. And both of those situations, I don't think have a whole lot of effect. All right. I can agree. It was interesting yeah. to see kind of everything kind of play out. Number one at the pool of doing stuff. Cause there was no like, you know, I think like you, when we were talking about to like all the kids like heard the whistle and like they all got out, no one like put up a fight or did anything else. You know what I mean? They just like, Oh yeah, this is what we do. You know what I mean? It's, it's down. So it was yeah. cool. All the parents were around too. There was no kind of like, get over here, do this, do that. It wasn't any of that kind of stuff going on. You know what I mean? So right. like in that environment, everyone was like, we're at the pool. Like, well, it's cool. I will say nope. there was one with, with, with my, <coughs> my little nephew was like, Hey, uh, I want, I want the chocolate cereal, like whatever. It was like a, it was breakfast. So the breakfast negotiation was going on. And to preface this too, I had my, my niece, um, was doing something and like, had, you know, she just has a look. She's like, four, yeah, like four and a half. They're going to be five, three years old. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And so like, she looked at me and like said something to him and I'm like, Hey, uh, uh, your little girl superpowers don't work on me. So this is, let's, I, I could stuff you in a sack and throw yeah, it in right? like, let's, let's just, let's eat. And then we'll go whatever, play, whatever. I don't know what the situation, but it was just like, I just reminded her like, no, 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 no. Your little girl superpowers. They don't work right. on me, but they totally do. But I can't let her know that. I was, no, you, you know what I mean? You can't give, do that. You're giving up hand. So this is, this is the, that part of like, I don't do this every day. Right. So cocky think I have a good idea about stuff. 
Here's a three-year-old like, hey, I want chocolate. Listen, the dad is like, you have to eat the Cheerios first. The mom's like, you have to eat the Cheerios first. Like, no, I want chocolate. Like, what? And I'm like, and so he's like splitting the defense on both of them, right? And it's like, you can see, like, they just want to handle what they need to handle right now. They want him to sit down and have the Cheerios, right? And he took the test on you. It's like, hey, maybe this guy can lever this for me. No, I come out of nowhere. I just grab the box of Cheerios. I get the bowl. I put some Cheerios in. I put some milk in. And I sit down. And I'm like, hey, let's eat. And I scoop it up. And I raise it to his mouth. And he just <laughs> chomps right out of it. He just goes for the, the Cheerios. I'm like, so in my head, I'm like, why, why would you talk to this kid? He's just now putting words together. Like, we're not in negotiation for anything. Like, this is what we're going to do. Hey, look at that bowl of cereal. You just wanted something in your belly. You want to get to the chocolate? We'll get to the chocolate. But right now, you can eat that. Now, I know. You, you think it's so simple. Right. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what you, have this, you have this virgin idea yeah. of like, this is so simple. I don't. Yeah. Why would you do that every day? Hey, what do you, what do you mean? And I totally get it just from the look on your face too. Like I understand. And there are probably parents that are just cringing out there. I'm not saying there's people people writing nasty letters right now. Absolutely. I totally, but I'm not saying that that has to be the thing. I'm just saying that in that span of time, right. That I had, that was the obvious thing to do. It worked, but I can't say I can repeat it tomorrow. You know what I mean? And that's what, like, you have to, like, repeat it tomorrow. Like, you guys are literally, like, every day day. and night getting a beat down. You never get away. No. Well, but but to be perfectly honest, it doesn't have to be a beat down. No. If you can take control of it right from the start. Sure. If you've let it out of pocket early on, and if these kids are only three or four and it's already out of pocket, it's over. Game over. You're you're not re-reining that back in. I got you. Yeah. Interesting. You know? So it, it is, you know, at least you didn't have parents there that were, you know, making their kids do stuff. That yeah. always bothered me when you go to a party and they're like, hey, hey, show, show Mr. Augustine, show him this. Yeah. And I'm like, no. no, that's like being like, so we would be at the comedy store, right? And like out on the patio and stuff and like somebody would walk by like, hey, tell me a joke. And and like you wanted to take him out back and just beat the crap out of him. But really, yeah. really I was like, what do you do for a living? Like a kind of like, well, why don't you crunch some numbers for me, bro? Why don't you do yeah. that right now? How about so you do that? Yeah. Car. Can you put that down for me? Like you, that's what it is. It's not dance monkey dance. We're not doing that, bro. That's not how this works. So whatever. <clears throat> but yeah, I got to play baseball with the three-year-old. We got to go to the dance recital for we watch like movies are mesmerizing to little kids. That was the other thing too. Like, Hey, this is, listen, this is what's going to happen. Everybody sit down. Everybody gets their bowl of popcorn. We're watching a movie. And then it was like, what's happening? What's yeah. happening on the screen? Him? It was like magic. <laughs> Until one of them just decided yeah. to be like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. And they like just quietly got up and like snuck away because we were babysitting and they just ended up at the front door, like looking out the window, just waiting for like their parent to come home. <laughs> what fucking movie were you showing them? Uh, we watched uh, the uh, Moana. Oh, yeah. yeah. How was that? See, I'm beyond that stage. I don't get I don't to see those. With the rock? Anymore. Like, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it's an animated movie. Yeah. They make them so that they're pleasurable for adults, too. But right? Tina freaked out. She's like, this is very scary right now. David's very scary. She's trying to mouth me like, it's scary, it's scary. And their eyes are just focused. No one's like, the little ones aren't freaking out. What was it scary? What was the scary I part? don't know, because it was telling the tale of like how the universe got bad and how you, you get it back and blah. I don't know. It was just like stuff. You know what I mean? Everything was like dark. It's like a dragon everywhere. That kind of thing. Heady stuff for young children. Sure, I guess. But that's yeah. what everybody. Yeah, so was Toy Story. <laughs> Look at that movie. Toy Story? Yeah. What do you mean with the with the dolls? Yeah, terribly scary movie about abandonment issues. That's oh. what that whole movie is about. Oh, really? It's about being left behind and nobody needing you anymore. Now, kids don't necessarily pick on that pick that up because they're like, "Oh, look at the cool toys." But as a parent, you're like, I don't know. Huh, this, is, "This is a bit of a rough movie dealing with some pretty heady stuff." But that's but that was kind of like because so we were babysitting, so I could see how you know in that in that movie too you like where is my mom right like right. we're in the middle we're an hour and a half in 
they're going to be back soon. Tina's lying basically to them. Like, no, they're, oh, they're going to be right back. They're going to be right back. Like that doesn't, you can't lie to this kid. Like, no, I don't know, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to text them. You should, I'm surprised. I'm really actually proud of you that you didn't go, oh no, I'm your dad now. No, but what do you do when a child goes and they're playing, right? So now here's the thing too, is like, so at that age, they're still closer to being a baby than they are an adult, right? Yeah. And so now in the mix, like, hey, I might have some white hair, okay? A few speckles of platinum. Uh, You are basically Yoda to them. Correct. So in the midst, I have one calling me their grandpa because the grandma and grandpa had just visited, right? So now straight up. Yeah. So he's liking, like, he's making the connection that I'm grandpa. Then I have the other one making the connection. He's like, you're my daddy now. Like saying stuff like that as we're like just, you know, playing and doing whatever. And it's just like, you, do you correct him or is just like, yeah, whatever. Like you're just saying you stuff. You know what I mean? Like it's not like a thing. Yeah. And I had you some folks it. like correcting them, like saying he's not grandpa. <laughs> yeah. I know that. Who, who cares what he knows? You know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter. What are yeah, you going to do? We'll hope he figures it out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. if he doesn't, you know, whatever. Yeah. I hear you. It was just a, it's always interesting. Okay. Whether we yeah. go to friends' houses and they have their kids through a certain way, we have family stuff or like hanging out with my niece now, cool. Like she's like eight or nine. I don't know. One of those ages, but like she does stuff. You know what I mean? And yeah, like you can talk cool to her about person. stuff in the world yeah. is like the coolest thing ever. Yeah, that's what I was pointing out to you in the beginning. Yeah. That's what the beginning of the episode was about. Yeah, was I know. About- this is me tying it back into your story about enlightenment. Yeah. So you do get it, is what you're saying. is like you get little tastes of it. Yeah. You don't get the full enrichment of like, hey, look, I raised a fairly decent human being. But you see the evolution of like, oh, four-year-olds mistake me as grandpa because I have some gray hair. Yeah. To... The nine-year-old can actually have a, a more heady conversation about real-world issues. Yeah, but now, okay, so now I'm talking to a buddy of mine that I graduated high school with that I known from like eighth grade. Okay, but bang, um, because like his brother was on a run, and then I was driving, and I saw his little brother, and I was like, oh, hey, that's Mike's brother, and then I called him, and whatever. That doesn't matter. The point is that we were sitting there catching up because it's going to be like the high school reunion, and now we're thinking back to like the teachers who are like they should be. They were like dying when we were there, right? And they're like, no, they were like 30. You know what I mean? They were like, yeah, yeah. the guy was like 32 years old. And you're like, oh my gosh, you're so old, bro. So to a three-year-old, like I have to be, you know what I mean? Like the ancient. Yeah. No, no question. You're wise old Dave slash Gandalf. <clears throat> this is true. And that is why you should just eat your Cheerios right there. Perfect. <laughs> Because Magic Dave Gandalf will yeah, make the chocolate. I, just, I pour it in the bowl. I made it happen for you. Nothing better than feeding a little kid. No, it's fun. You know what I mean? It, Nothing. There is those ages. I just had a buddy of mine, a, co- a work colleague, that literally just had his first baby two days ago, three days ago. Okay. So I texted him. I was like, hey, congratulations on the birth of your daughter. But I, I reminded him, wow, wow, you probably are in dire need of some sleep right now. It goes fast. Take every moment as what it is because it goes way faster than you think. It's yeah, going. I heard that. Yeah. You know. Oh, but that's so sweet. It's nice of you to be vulnerable once in a while for me right? and our listeners. Yeah, I know. You're rarely vulnerable. You're a hard I shell. You're a head, headbutt door opener guy. I'm like an Eminem though, dude. I'm I am a headbutt open door opener guy. Yeah, you're a peanut in the middle. It's a hard candy shell with a lot of soft sweet stuff in the middle. I don't I don't think an Eminem has has soft sweet stuff in the middle. They have a peanut. Chocolate chocolate isn't sweet. Peanut Ms have a hard peanut in the middle, but regular Ms are just soft chocolate in the middle. What do you keep them in your pocket? I mean, it's just chocolate. The point is, before you get any chocolate, you have to have regular Cheerios. You have to have regular We're Cheerios. Nu- we have to be a nutrition-based family, no matter what. It It is 4th of July season, and I would be remiss if I didn't bring up, 
this is my favorite holiday. Why? Because I love fireworks. And I know, right, I had somebody post the other day or say something the other day. Like, it's somebody that I really respect and love, family member, that was like, stop using fireworks because they're so environmentally damaging and I don't really see the point What's of What's that voice? Like, that seems to be a very, a very not pronoun voice, Joe. <laughs> Probably isn't. But it, I, it isn't because I like fireworks. Okay. I like them. You can have fireworks anytime. What's the big deal? No, you can't. Not here. You, you can, but you can't. You can, but you can't. There's <clears> one time a year that basically nobody gives you a hard time about it. Okay. And that's right now. And I have fond memories of fireworks. And don't act like you don't love fireworks. I know you love fireworks. Listen, when I was a kid, me and my uncles went out to the train tracks and we were shooting off rockets that my grandpa had got, right? So we have these rockets that are going up. And this is during the daytime. I don't know why we're doing it during the day. Don't, don't, I don't know. I have no idea. Don't, I don't I have no idea. But what happened was one of the rockets didn't exactly go straight up in the air. It took off at an angle and ended up in like the box factory. And so now we're all freaking out that this thing is going to light up and go crazy. So we all run back down into the basement and are waiting. And then you hear like a siren in the distance. And it's not a siren for us. It just happened to be that siren. But nobody wants to do anything or go anywhere. So no. I have a little like mm, mm. reservation around fireworks. You have yes. a bad memory. A little bit. fireworks. I have great memories from them. Right. And it, it's, it's something that I think I'm the only one in the family that shares, right? Like I, I think the rest of the people in my family like fireworks. Uh-huh. Like, Oh, they're nice to watch, but I like to like, go get them put them together and rig the fusing up. And, you know, I got a buddy in town and he has a huge fireworks show every year. And we spend like a month, like putting it together and building, you know, platforms and like, how are we going to do it? And that's so funny. Yeah, it's a cool, cool yeah. time of year. I so you that. try and one up yourselves about the fireworks show. Like, so, do you have a permit for any of this? Or is this you two dummies just like, hey, let's, let's do it up. It's us two dummies just doing it up. And in the probably eight years that we've been doing this, we only killed one person. So I think the ratios. That's pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty solid. But do we try to make it better every year? We do. But we're competing. He uh, he has a beautiful house out on the lake. And a little bit further down the lake is a house that is owned by one of the co-creators of Snapple. He made all his money at Snapple. So he has this huge house up on the hill, on the lake, and he puts on a fireworks show every year that rivals any professional fireworks show you've ever seen. Right? You two are all jelly? A little. There's some jealousy there, but there's no way to get there. Like, that guy, I guarantee you, spends 50K, if not more, a year to put on this fireworks show. And he does it for the town, right? Where does that number come from? Because I, I priced out fireworks. I know what we spend, and I know what our show is, which is about a 10 to 15 minute pretty good show. But what's with, the you know, what's the average price for a 10 to 15 minute Joe and Lake Guy show? About two grand. You Joe, hold on a second. Come on, man. There's two thousand dollars that you give somebody else so that you can make lights in the it's- sky. We give Jared from Fantasy Fireworks in New Hampshire. I'm going to give him a plug because I like the guy. He's a good What's up, guy. Jared? Jared from Fantasy Fireworks off of Exit 1 in New Hampshire. That's where we get our fireworks every year. We should put up our first link. You could. I could. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Jared, mouth-watering, is like, here comes Joe and the lake guy. Where Does he ever he- like suggest stuff for you? We're constantly trying to get him to get us stuff that we shouldn't legally have, which he won't do because he's an honest businessman. And he was like, if you'd like to go get a pyrotechnics license, I'll order you whatever you want. But you have to have the pyrotechnic license first. What does that take to get a pyrotechnic license? I know you've looked this up. I've looked into it a little bit. (laughs) It's schooling. They're schooling. You have to pay to go to school. Okay, good. You know what you don't need schooling for? A gun. So, okay, go ahead. Again, same basis point. I'm going to ignite something that propels something. Here, uh, you're going to need school. 
go ahead. Put that in your pocket. Go ahead. <laughs> what? Okay. What? Sorry. 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 It is. So our show is pretty good, right? Everybody's very impressed by our show, but we're using consumer grade fireworks. It's about a two grand nut every year to put the show on. Okay. Do you do it the same time Snapple Boy? Yeah. Snapple Boy, unless there's weather issues, we generally do it the same day. And ours will be almost like the pre-show. And so people get in their boats and they travel up and down the lake and they'll park right in front of my buddy's house and they watch our show and they hoot and holler. And then they move down the lake for the main event. And this guy puts on probably a 45 to hour minute show of commercial grade fireworks. With somebody that has an actual schooling. And licensure must have a pyrotechnics license because some of the stuff that he puts in the air are very, very cool. It is. And it, and it's not like he does one or two, like it is almost 45 minutes of finale. Like it is just bang, 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 bang. And super impressive. And and yeah, so we always get a little jealous of the fact that this guy, you're like the opener. We are the opener. That's exactly what I said. That's got to be nice. Have you ever talked to him? Does he know that you're the opener? Or does he just like, wait, hey, wait for the guys on the other side of the lake? He has no idea. I don't even think he has any idea. <laughs> we even really? Maybe he does, but he hasn't reached out to us and been like, hey, thanks for being our opener. It's really nice. You get all the people out to look at your show, and then they come and watch the real show. Yeah. And the guy does put on just a fantastic show every okay. year. All right. Right, but I'm I'm guessing that's fifty to a hundred k a year that he throws into his fireworks show. Well, nice, know. yeah. But I that's why I like Fourth of July. I it's 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 a cool time of year. <coughs> you all right there, buddy? You want no, to post dude? I'm really effed up. Stupid. I know. Summer colds, bro. Summer colds. Just pollen. I cut the grass. Just stuff. Yeah, I almost bought you a gift the other day. You did? A yeah. firework? No. No, well, I was thinking about it, right? You've got cats, and, and, and you know, I, I wanted to do something nice for your family to show my appreciation <sighs> that even though you don't have a real family, I still wanted to. It's a little bit. I, I wanted to give you something, right? I want to, to the cats, essentially. And so there's this app or website that I don't know if you've ever heard of. It's called Wish. Wish? Wish. And Wish had this thing that was basically a little remote control thing that spins a colored like thread through it. And it's a cat toy. Fiber optics? No, I don't think it was fiber optic. It was just colored. But it spins it through fast. And they were showing, the video showed like, oh, these cats are so admired by this this thing. And it was, you know, whatever, 20 bucks or whatever it was. $20? You know what? I'll get this for Dave. I'll have it sent to his house. But then... What most people don't know about Wish is that it's shopping directly from China, right? Basically, children's slave labor, putting together this stuff for super cheap prices. But the catch is you probably won't get it for six months. How do you know all of this? How did you stumble upon Wish, which this just sounds like the worst Wish ever. Like, I wish I didn't buy it. That's what the real name of the website should be. And if you've ever used Wish... You will know that's exactly what it is because it's a little bait and switch okay. scam that they have going on. What have you bought on it that was not what you bought on it? Uh, I bought, it was a tool to do, to do something, right? And, 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 and I can't remember, but I was like, oh, it was like a socket set or something like that. Okay. That it looked like a full set of socket you know wrench and all the nuts and the whole thing and when it showed up it was like a micro one right like it was super tiny all right so they showed it in the picture to look like it was full size and it was like oh that's a whole socket set for 20 bucks how could i pass that up and then when it showed up it was like so small it was a pocket socket i don't know what nuts it's gonna turn right like it was so there's a bit of a bait (laughs) there are no nuts to fit this okay all right Yeah. So some bait and switch stuff that you were like, I'm going to send this to you. And then you're like, well, I thought better. I care more about Dave. I mean, there's one thing about like you order something and then 
six months later you get it and you had forgotten about it. So now it's a surprise and like you can be excited. That would be a much better name for the app would be surprise instead of wish because you get a surprise that you wish you didn't get. Yeah. Right. That really is how that should play out. So I, I ordered something. I don't know if this was direct to whatever, but it turned out like, so I hit like an ad, they were t-shirts and they like had funny sayings. And I'm like, oh, that's a good like gift for, you know, for Tina. And then we have a friend who always talks about going on a uh, uh, spring break and it had like a thing, whatever. So I you order got a it. Who goes on spring break. She just, she loves spring break. Will never get over spring break. Enjoys it. Thinks that. How old is she? She our age? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Regular. She's the, she's the grandma of spring break. She right? would be. Like, she's yeah. like the old lady. She'll be the mayor mom. You know what she's I mean? She's the old lady yeah. of Studio 54 who just is going <sighs> to dance until she dies of pill addiction. Yeah. Just a childish child or, or childlike lifetime. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> so I order. And then like I looked up afterwards. Right. I looked up the website and like saw all the reviews like, oh, dude, no, you're not going to. You'll never get this. Total scam. So then I go to the link, right, from the email, and then it's like the 401. Like there is no, this this doesn't connect to anything. So I'm like, oh. So then I go to Citibank and I attach everything. You know what I mean? Like, hey, this may or may not be a thing. I'm just putting it on your radar. And months later, I had gotten the money back. There's no point to that story. Aside from the fact that they were like really good t-shirts or funny probably unwearable or itchy. Maybe I don't know. Right. So but nothing like you don't get anything for it. Like how does that even exist as a business model? So this is, this is a Facebook thing. Facebook should be censured or whatever you can do to a business for this because they constantly do that. They have these, they take ad money from companies that, and this is how I found out about wish mind you was through Facebook. Sure. But where, especially around Christmas time, yeah. Be like, hey, look at this cool thing that you can buy and you can order it through this site and you go to the site and then it shows up and it's completely not the thing. Or, you know, like a, uh, the same buddy who does the fireworks show, there was an ad for a jet propelled surfboard oh. that he wanted to buy because he lives on the lake. And it was like super cheap. It was like 200 bucks. Right. And I was like, Paul, there's no way this is no real. Way. Those things are like a grand, if not more. And he's like, well, as for if you had some bucks. idea. Well, I do because we looked at it, but he was excited that he might be able to get one for two hundred bucks, and it showed up right, and it was a boogie board in a box. Now, no boogie board, no jet bucks. propelled, no no jet propulsion at all, and so he called Facebook to be like, hey, you know, like you're advertising this thing that's a scam. And their answer to them is like, man, sorry, buyer beware. Buyer beware. Right? And so that's, it's a fucked up thing. That's fucked up. You want to know what else is? What? Telepathically vectoring aliens to your house right now. <laughs> Listen, close so encounters can... of the fifth kind. Yeah. Contact or whatever it is. Yeah. I can't tell you. This is why I think it's a waste of time. Did you watch it with an open mind? I at, listen. I binge watch Alien, whatever, from the History yeah. Channel on Fridays. Like that's my thing. Which is why I turned you onto it. I thought you would find it interesting. This is I what I don't it. like about it. All right. Okay. And this goes back to mean school, whatever. Like I don't care about the one percent wanting to start a universal war and instill fear in human beings. And that's what like the first hour of this thing was. I don't need context for it. Why don't you just tell me how you sit down collectively with other human beings and open your heart and mind and have a communication line because everything in the world is connected. That is what you lead with. Yeah, I agree with you. The the I don't I think you could have left off that first hour about the the secret government bullshit and all yeah, that shit. Whatever, was, dude. You guys you guys have been doing this since the 70s. Like tell me that's interesting. What do you mean? Why? That's cool. 
So, but that last part of the movie, no, I didn't watch it. You just did because you just basically explained it. No, it's a two-hour movie. I only watched an hour and a half. I don't know the last part. Well, but you know, the last part was talking about the fact that everybody gets together with an open heart and mind and tries to bring Earth into the cosmic fold. Yeah, creation. Yeah. I think it's interesting that you, anti-religious seem to have some draw towards this wonderful cosmic connection. And really, I don't see that as any different. Besides the eat fish on Friday because God made a law, that's not a real thing. But The difference is is I can look up and see the stars in the cosmos. I can see it. (laughs) Yeah, it's nice. None of the shit in any religious book can I see any of it. Well, the Vedas. I mean, there's... I'm telling you, there's a what big vein? history prior from, to from from the uh, Indian religion. Yeah, yeah, Hinduism? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Fascinating. You know that Darth Vader comes from, right? I'm sure. Whatever. Listen, yeah. this is like again, my buddy who was big into aliens and like Egyptology and all this. It was like he's like, hey, I don't want you to think I'm weird or anything, like, but I like. Am, See, but why do you have to prep that? Exactly. Why did that i don't want you to think i'm weird just think what you want to think right again you're not pronouns but they've created this scenario where if you believe in any of this shit they want to make you out to be a kook and but yet you can believe that there was a deity that was god's son that he sent down here to be sacrificed and then go in a cave and three days later wake up and save everybody's soul well, right? yeah. like is that not the most right that i'm supposed to be like okay i could talk about that publicly because more people believe in it but believing in the fact that maybe there's you know other intelligent life in a vast cosmos where we've only started to uncover that there's millions and millions of stars and okay. billions and billions of that's fine but here's my question then hey man we see these things flying around everywhere why not throw down say hey what are you guys doing so the last half hour of the movie that you decided not to watch goes yeah. into that in the fact that since the 1940s, they basically have alien technology that they've been re- reverse engineering so that the shit that the people see in the sky isn't from off the planet. It's terrestrial space vehicles. Cool. Yeah. That technically the dark money when Donald Rumsfeld, R.I.P., when Donald Rumfeld said, hey, we can't account for $2.5 trillion that we just don't know where it went, that's where it goes to, right? That was their point. It's like, you've been paying for this technology forever because they lose money and it goes to these dark projects. Now, that's a fireworks show. That is a fireworks show. See? Lights in the sky. You didn't think I could connect those, did you? It was pretty good, Dave. Point being... I don't really have a point to it. I remember my buddy making that proclamation to me about how I was in all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, all right, that makes sense. I was like, why wouldn't an alien just be the angels? Like, that's where you get the storyline from. You know what I mean? Like, at that point in time, like, oh, those are angels. All right. It's just uh, they fly around. Yeah, cool. (laughs) They're otherworldly beings. Like, same, same. But that's just how the story and that thought process of what technology we had available at that time, you know what I mean? Got translated. Sure. Cover your mouth. I could see that. Why? Who am I covering it for? You, in general, you have to have, you have to train the habit now. No, 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 dude. That's the same thing as saying, oh, like when I drive by people still driving in their car by themselves with their mask on. I think the they just for? forget about it. Who's the mask for? You're not, you don't need to be in your own vehicle with a mask on. Maybe don't. they have somebody in the back seat that's ducking down. Maybe. They're, it, OJ Simpson's in the back seat. Maybe. I don't know about OJ. Benicio Del Toro. Did you see that they released Cosby? Yeah. yeah. He's still I, guilty. I still fully with- guilty. But they're like, mm, yeah. Sorry. We're going to let you go on a technicality. Yeah. Interesting. So your movie premiered. We get into this finally. We're going to talk about it. A movie that, no, we're not talking about it now. You haven't seen it. So again, you made me watch Alien Abduction 
and then you're not in it. And then a movie that I happened to be in, you didn't watch it because you forgot. I was so excited to watch it. It was just a long day. We had a lot going on. (laughs) We were talking about things, and it slipped my mind. Yeah, I was super excited to watch too. And then I, it's fun. It's weird. It's just a weird. It's not weird. It's whatever. It'll be interesting to chat about it. All right, we'll we'll save it for later. Yeah, why not? But speaking of like things that have you know the government fucking people over, dark programs, all that stuff. I wasn't. Guess who fucked me over? What happened? U-Haul. What do you mean? U-Haul. So I'm trying to get a trailer hitch put on the back of the truck to go pick up fireworks. Well, we need a big trailer to pick up two thousand dollars worth of fireworks. (laughs) So I need to tow. So I need tow capacity. So. I went to U-Haul. U-Haul puts trailer hitches on cars. But you have to do it through the website. So I looked it up. I said, here's my make a model of my car. Uh, They said, you need this trailer hitch. I said, well, that one goes under the bumper. I want one that's concealed by the bumper. They said, okay, well, then you need this one. So I ordered it all, paid for it all, set the date that I was supposed to get it, which was Wednesday, the 30th. At 9.30 in the morning. So at 8.30 in the morning... On Wednesday, I get a call from U-Haul. They're like, hey, sorry to inform you, the part's on back order. Hmm. Okay, but I prepaid for this. When do we think we'll come to a resolution on the back order? Well, I don't know. Okay, but I've paid for this. All right, well, I understand. Let me do some research. Maybe I can find it from another vendor. If I do, I'll call you back. I said, okay, well, do you have a number that I could call you for in case, because I'm going to do some research in the background to see if maybe I could find it. I'll buy the hitch, bring it to you. You could deduct that from the price that I've already paid you because I've already paid for a trailer hitch that you don't have. And then you could install it for me. All right, Why can't so, you install it? I don't, it's a technical thing. I don't have the technical expertise. What? To install it. It's literally attaching it to the You're asking the somebody who you're not buying it from to like, hey, could you put this on for me? You can't watch a YouTube video? You and your buddy that blows stuff up that won't go to school for pyrotechnics can't put a, a piece of metal on your back of your car? Listen, from, from a guy who's got a fucking 300cc motorcycle that no longer works because he used the horn too much. This is true. I, I don't want to hear bullshit from you. All right, agreed. Okay? Agreed. Anyways, sorry. So... He gives me this number to call. Like, hey, if you find something or you have any questions, call this number. So I call the number because I have some questions. The number directs me to a Wish. national U-Haul. Yeah, basically. Directs me to a national U-Haul call center, right, where they're going to answer the call. So it says, you're a very valued customer. We'll be with you right away. Or you're the next caller or whatever it said. 30 minutes go by. And I'm like, I, I got other things to do. So I hang up the phone. I decide to call back later. 45 minutes go by. What were you no, waiting for? Phone. Why I were you waited. calling them? I had questions. About what? The order, the money that I already paid. Why them. didn't you just tell the guy who called you about the back order and just say, hey, just refund my money? So because I want, I need to get this done before we go on vacation. The reason I'm having the trailer hitch put on is to be able to carry my kids' bikes from Connecticut to Virginia so that they can have bikes, live a little bit of a free life as they're older kids, get on your bikes, go do stuff, which relieves a lot of tension for me and my wife. When we get to have a vacation where like your friends who have the younger kids, when they go on vacation, they don't get a vacation. This is true. Their vacation is fucking haranguing and corralling toddlers for every day that they're there for every hour. Or they give them to us and they disappear. They're lucky to have you. That's a godsend. That's the best gift you could give those people. True. Is that minute amount of time where they can actually go spend a little bit of time together, reconnect, and maybe act like adults for a small right. portion of it. Do it. I love that. So, Tina, I'm I am recording a podcast. Let's not close doors. Yeah. Do you not have your live taping light on? I have no. I don't you have one should. of those. You should. Anyway, long story longer on the U-Haul <laughs> bullshit is their answering service is basically a psych test 
to find people's breaking point. <clears throat> because I'm sure I could have waited on there for two days and no one was ever picking up the phone. Somebody is in a room laughing and like, look at that light beep. This guy is fucking voracious. He's never getting off the phone. So you're saying that U-Haul call center is a three-year-old child. Yes. Straight up. Just blinking, waiting for that breaking point. Yeah. Waiting for me to go crazy and, you know, put a gun in my mouth and blow my brains all over the back of my wall. Oh, come on. Did you get what? a trailer hitch? No. Oh, that's a great band, by the way. There's a band called Trailer Hitch? Yeah. The comedy band. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, guy out of Chicago. Wow. What's his name? Oh, they're so funny to watch. And the drummer wears a Darth Vader helmet. Damn it. Oh, I'll, I'll go. It's, yeah. Trailer Hitch. So fun. Anyways. So, you know, I, it, it, it's a very frustrating process. Dealing with U-Haul. Don't deal with U-Haul. I guess it was the moral of my story is how to lose a sponsor. Why don't you just go to Harbor Freight and pick up a trailer hitch? They they don't necessarily just have at Harbor Freight trailer hitches lying around. Have you looked? No. (laughs) Listen, from now on, from now on, okay, everything that's quote unquote a long story will now be referred to as a Joe. That wasn't even a long story. I know. I, I rushed through that. <laughs> but I love the fact that not only are you like, hey, listen, what's the number I can call if I do my own research and then have some questions? And he's like, this number. And then what you did was hang up with that guy and just call the other number, not do any of your own research, just to be able to ask more questions. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? So- this gets, if you want to get into it more, we can get into it more. So I couldn't get him on the phone. Couldn't get him on the phone. So I drive to U-Haul. Ah, that's so great. I drive to U-Haul. So I'm standing in line and there's going to be a tangent conversation, but I'm standing in line. There's like six people in front of me yeah. in line. This guy is up to his ass an alligator with dumb and AKA stupid fucking people. So I, I'm Joe, standing there. Joe, you're in that line, just so we're right. clear. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I understand. I understand. But the people in front of me are far dumber and far more okay. stupid. Awesome. And I'm, I'm now it's I'm like everyone's dumb as a box of trailer hitches. Go. Now I'm feeling bad for the guy because I'm like, oh, yeah. this life, this guy's life is pure hell. Maybe I'll go a little easy on him. Because I'm there <sighs> with fury. I'm there to like I I I fucking call this number, nobody answers. I'm on it for 45 minutes, but now I feel bad for the guy. I was like, oh, this guy's life is just the third ring of Dante's Inferno. Like, it is just pure hell. And the person that he's dealing with when I first arrived is obviously getting ready to move. He's renting a U-Haul truck. He's buying boxes. And he's buying bubble wrap. Oh. And the guy comes out, and he's like, hey, listen, you could buy a box of six rolls of bubble wrap for $5 more than you're paying for the three individual rolls of bubble wrap that you're buying and the guy says no shit the guy says oh it said enviro bubble on the box so i thought that was some trumped up bullshit that was for tree huggers (laughs) and i'm like and i'm not gonna pay five bucks more for tree hugging bubble wrap But the funniest thing was, is that the tree hugging bubble wrap he didn't want to buy, the individual wrap said the same exact shit on it. It said Enviro Bubble. It was just literally individual rolls pulled out of the boxes, sold for more. All right. He didn't even read the whole thing. But we're paying a price. Hey, we're paying a price. Exchanging some glances with a woman in front of me who was face palming her hand because the guy was making some comment about tree huggers and environmentalism and the whole thing. And we had a little moment. And then I just decided to go easy on the guy. When I finally got up there, there's a whole other story about him and his daughter sitting there eating a McDonald's hamburger as he's trying to do his job. And she's writing him little notes that actually have nothing on them. And he's got to, you know, be like, nice, honey. Thank you. But daddy's trying to work. It was a whole fucking ordeal. I ended up just feeling bad for the guy. I went to another place and bought a trailer hitch and they're going to install it. So, so really you could have saved yourself like yeah. 
five hours of Joe time and just gone to the other place. Yeah. But I still have to figure out how to get my money refunded. Online. $500 to have this this trailer hitch. $500 for a trailer hitch? The trailer hitch is $215 and the installation price is $250. What? It's what it costs. What? What is how what has to happen do they Dude. weld it to the frame yeah yeah oh all right they have to take off to conceal it they have to take off the bumper they have to cut a hole in your bumper and then weld this fucking thing to the frame <coughs> that's a lot of commitment you're towing with it dude you're towing up to seven thousand pounds with this trailer hitch i'm pretty sure you don't want it wired on there with you know I'm not doing that. Bubble gum. You want the only thing shit? I have to carry are little little cat holders. Yeah, but you could get a little thing on the back so they could you could carry them outside so you don't have to smell them. Because let's be perfectly honest, Dave, cats stink. They smell. They're they're a smelly animal. That's the other thing about four year olds. They are honest. Yeah. They want to hug and stuff, and then they're like, "Oh, your teeth are golden." No, he did not. Did they say that? Yeah, my teeth are golden. Oh yeah, okay, I'll go with that. And then I was like, "Hey, no, this isn't uh, this isn't old hair. This is platinum hair." And she just learned the word platinum. She's like, "What's platinum?" I'm like, "Platinum is like silver and gold combined." Oh, okay, platinum. Your breath, your breath stinks. You said that to a four year old? No, she said it to me. Oh, like that's where. Like what should happen is when people want like the truth, there should be a site just called ask a four-year-old and they're going to tell you unfiltered exactly what their worldview is. And it's amazing. They haven't been, they haven't been calloused over to understand that maybe you should take people's feelings into consideration. Correct. You still live by that philosophy. Correct. So you're, you're basically, you're a four-year-old. You That's why we get along so well. That's why they love me. <laughs> like I go to the pool and then all of a sudden I got, you know, this kid's shooting me with water. Everyone else is coming on like, oh yeah, you're just a little kid. That's all that's happening here. So let me ask you this. When you show up to a pool with a bunch of other little kids at it, are you, do you immediately turn into, to those children, just a like, oh, that's just a, a really old looking version of me. Probably. Yeah. Because I'm jumping, you know what I mean? Like we got the four-year-old, she started doing somersaults in the water and handstands and stuff like that. Like immediately, like these guys are great. They just jump right in, hold their breath, like just boosh, fearless on top of it. And so, yes, I become a, uh, a living, breathing water play toy. Yeah. Yep. Total. Do you throw them around? Do you do the shoot them in the air? Yeah, thing? they had the little floaty thing. The three year old did, and I just grabbed him. Like, do you want to swim or do you want to? You want me to, to, to make it go? Like, make it go! And he like, and I just pull him through the water as I like I'm running in the water. And we go to the ends and stuff. It was great. And then he swims. He was swimming through. Yeah, yeah, all the stuff. Throwing them up in the air. The best. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's magic. And you've just proved why kids are the best, Dave. For a day, 36 hours max. I'll give you, there's a little truth to that. I'll give you a little truth to that. But yeah. you still have proven that there are some amazing magical things about having a human family. Certainly. And soon I'm going to um, vector in an alien family. So you tried to denounce that in a while. Are you going to sit down? You're going to do some of the communing? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, totally. Filter? Yeah. I already do that in part, and now I have purpose. Like, I already quiet my mind with meditation. Now I'm like, all right, I'm going to quiet my mind with meditation, and I'm going to vector in an alien. So that same Dr. Matt Greer, if you go on the app store, has an app to help you commune with the aliens, and it'll only cost you 10 bucks, Dan. $10 for an alien communal? Well, it says right on there to help further their research. Okay, I could see that. Did you get it? I thought about it. <laughs> I pulled it up and read it. That's how I know. 
stuff. Dude, middle about of your vacation, when those kids have a flat tire on the bicycle, you're like, I'm going to commune with aliens. Yeah, you'll be I'm right there too. Like at night, that's perfect. You got to yeah. try it. They brought up the OBX. They literally brought it up there yeah. about the banks. And that's what made I was like, oh, yeah. maybe this is a hotspot. Maybe I need to download this app and commune with some aliens. Yes, dude. You totally have to like full on do it. In fact, you pick the time and date and then I will we'll do it from here as well so that I will get quiet and vector them to your spot as well. And we'll see if it works. Yes. Oh, this is are so you, much fun. Are you going to buy the app? No, no, I'm not going to spend $10. I'll let you waste your money, but I no, will involve wait. myself. We're either both wasted. We're either both wasting 10 bucks. Why? Or we're not wasting 10 bucks. I'll give you $5 and you can just tell me the what to do. Send me a you screenshot. Have do, you have to do the specific fucking harmonizing. Like you, how are you going to know what to do? Dude, just text me when you're doing it and then I'll just ohm. What's the big deal? There's no difference. It can't be that complicated. It's billions of years old. Yeah, maybe. You might be right. Eh, maybe. I don't know, Dave. I'm leaving. Could be. Hey, you had some shit that I was really interested about that we've got to get into. Or you don't want to get into it? Nope. Long for you? What? Which one? I got to know what Andy Griffith and Adam told oh, Somebody. No. If you're going to ruin it, if, it's, if you're going to truncate it, so that it doesn't give me the full effect, I'd rather wait till next time. Wait till next time, because it's not Andy Griffin and Adams Twelve. First off, it, first off, it's Andy Griffith. It's not Griffin. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to say. I had a, a younger person come to me saying Andy Griffin and Adams Twelve, and I was like, "You don't. It's not Adams Twelve. It's Adam Twelve. I had the car as a child. You can't screw I'm up. Not, no." I'm it's okay. <sighs> Young people are stupid. They know nothing outside of TikTok and their Facebook profiles or whatever. Well, you know what, Andy? They don't live outside their bubble. And again, they blame you for not being out for not getting outside your bubble. That's right. <laughs> Boom. And that's the world. That's the world. And around and around we go. Let's Old all communicate. If we just could get 1% of the population to open their hearts to the bigger cosmos, we could all have zero point energy and it would be a much better world. Game on. Kids versus cats. Hey, I think we're live.